Hey, what's happening everybody? Welcome back to the Lucky Rants and welcome back to Anime Casuals. I'm your host Lucky and today I wanted to talk about something uh, that I thought was interesting. I was kind of just surfing around the net as they say and I saw this um, I saw this like article. Uh, I, by the way, I don't know where it's from. I, I Once I looked it up, there's like 500 articles that said the same thing. So I'm guessing one person just put it up and then everybody else was like, oh, let's just run with it. Uh, so basically this was, which one is crazier, Baki or uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? I don't know if it was a specific JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but they're all pretty crazy. So I'm just going to loop, like group them all up. And I wanted to answer the question because I just started watching Baki Hanma, um, which, by the way, I actually don't know. It, it, it looks like it's a sequel to what happened in Baki, which Baki was a sequel to what happened in uh, Baki the Grappler. So I'm like, what? Oh, I'm so confused about the timeline because there's some stuff that happens in Baki Hanma where you're like, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, some of you characters I know I saw in the uh, in Baki, and you weren't as impressive as this. So it, it was a little confusing, but anyway. Um, that being said, which one is crazier? Well, let, let's look at uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure first, since I, you know, came out. Well, um, in terms of anime, it came out. Well, actually, no, Bucky the Grappler technically came out probably first. But uh, anyway, semantics aside, because uh, I never watched Bucky the Grappler, but I did watch Bucky, um, and I watched a little bit of Bucky the Grappler, like very, very little, like clips is basically what I'm talking about. And the and the thing about uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is. It's set up in this with vampires, right? It starts off with like with this idea of vampires and um, Hammond, which is the energy that they use to fight uh, vampires and, you know, all this crazy stuff. I mean, there's crazy, crazy stuff happening in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure from the beginning, right? Um, now, if you want to take Jonathan Joestar's adventure, not as crazy, of course, Um you know, very, uh, very down to earth, but still pretty crazy, right? I mean, we're talking about like Dio, one of the, isn't that crazy though, that Dio has so much star power that he is, he's probably the most, um, famous JoJo, uh, antagonist, yet I think he's got like the, the least amount of screen time out of all of them. Um, I, let me think about that. I mean, yeah, I think he does. Because listen, he's got jo he's got you know the first JoJo right, um, and then he goes he comes back. Kind of spoilers, I guess. Um, in Stardust Crusader, no, uh, yeah, Stardust Crusaders is that what it's called? The one with Jotaro, and he, get, I think it's because he's the most memeable. Like he's the most memeable out of all of them, and everybody hates him. So, um, huh. But anyway, I'm getting off. I, I digress. Uh, but going back to you know what we were talking about. So when we uh, when we talk about JoJo, it's it's not exactly um, it's not exactly grounded in reality, so to speak. I mean, some of it is obviously. There are there are some things right, like you know, you're sometimes are in London, and other places are in Egypt, Egypt, and other places are in Japan. But I will say this. You kind of expect that to be crazy. Um, now, with Baki, Baki is very much... Okay, 
I, I got to figure out how I'm going to say this because it's, it's going to sound ridiculous if I say Baki is grounded in realities. No, uh, Baki, Baki's ideas stem from martial arts, which martial arts are are grounded in reality. However, it just goes off the damn uh, deep end when it comes to um, exaggerating what they're about, right? Hajime no Ippo kind of did this, but not to the point of, like, where Baki, like, in, in the most recent, like, when I'm watching, like, Baki Hanma, uh, Baki's dad takes down this gigantic elephant. And by gigantic elephant, I mean, like, dinosaur-sized elephant. It would eat 22 tons a day in food. Like, that size of an elephant is what we're talking about. So, it gets it gets to be ridiculous. Whereas, you know, um, in... Sorry, in... Um, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, right? They're fighting it with like supernatural phys- uh, manifestations of their fighting spirit, which are their stands. Uh, by the way, I, I I don't know. I never watched Star Ocean, but I know like Golden Wind goes by the same thing. I like to see it like a switch up um, happen. I I don't mind stands or anything like that. I just um, I, I don't know. I I want them to just keep going crazier and crazier. Like just keep going crazy. I I don't care. Just just bank on it at this point, man. Um, just because I love, um, I don't know, I, I just, I absolutely adore um, when a- anime just kind of go in and all of a sudden you're watching it and you're like, whoa, this doesn't feel anything like that original season. Uh, sometimes it could be bad, but I, I mean, I, I think for the most part, especially in JoJo's Bizarre Adventures case, I mean, that's basically what the series is. I mean... Like, going from Jonathan to Joseph kind of feels similar. Um, obviously, Joseph does get a lot more character development, so it's not as similar, but still pretty similar for the most part. And then it just goes off the damn rails once it gets to Jotaro. Like, all of a sudden, we're fighting with stands, and man, this is it just gets to the, cra- to the craziest part. So, um, when we're talking about uh, which one's crazier... Well, let's talk about what do we, how do we define crazier? Crazier to me would be it, it, it defies your expectations to a huge degree, like to the point where you're like, what the, what the hell am I watching? Which is, you know, that's how I would describe it. Like when you're, when you're watching it, like what the hell am I watching? Um, I think Baki does a better job of being crazy just because it stems from. Because it, it gives you something that you understand, right? Or I understand because I, I, I come from the martial, like mixed martial arts. So it's like, oh, this makes sense. And then they're just like, oh, but now why don't we take it to like the 500th power and start, you know, fucking people up where people are getting shot at. And, you know, people are apparently more uh, are strong, like one person is stronger than an army or a country, you know, like what? <laughs> Whereas JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, right? I mean, we have like the the what's that? What's that, that move that Dio does? It's memed out of existence. Rora, rora, <laughs> where he takes the the giant piece of like uh, machinery or something like that and like throws it at Jotaro, um, which apparently hasn't like why why is that why is that named? Why do you have a name for that? That just came up. You just like you just use that improvised piece of uh, machinery to do that. So. Um, anyway, so in my opinion, I think it would be Baki, but I mean, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is called that for a reason. It is freaking weird. There's no doubt about it. Um, by the way, uh, what's, what are your guys' uh, least favorite, uh, not least favorite, 
What do you think is the weakest uh, season? By season, I'm actually just going to go with um, I'm just going to go with like character. Um, so what what do you think is like the weakest uh, main character? Because you know we have Jonathan, but he only got like 13 episodes, and we have Joseph, then we have Jotaro. I think Jotaro so far has the most episodes, but I could be wrong about that. Um, then we have uh, Josuke and then Giorno. And I have not watched, by the way, I've not watched all of Golden Wind. I've only watched like two episodes, maybe two or three episodes. Uh, and then the most recent one, which is Star Ocean, which I think has a girl in it. So um, it, am I right about that? I thought I read an article. I, I, I'm not completely sure. So, uh, but yeah, uh, let me know what you guys think. Uh, but yeah, overall, I think Baki is crazier just because it stems from reality. And that reality gets bent and, you know, put upside down and then exact and then like you know elongated and widened and you're like what the hell is this is this, is this even reality anymore um so yeah but i mean i you know going for the craziest anime i mean i don't know if that's a i don't know if anybody exactly wants to go into uh that territory but you know speaking of uh, jojo's bizarre adventure uh why don't we talk about this question from anime um from the Reddit anime or anime subreddit, uh, is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure worth watching? I've watched JoJo up until episode five, part one, and found it to be mediocre. I don't get all the hype. Plus, I kind of don't like the art style. I watch great animes like Attack on Titan, Hunter X, uh, Hunter Hunter, and My Hero Academia. Should I still continue this anime, or it's or is it just that JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is not for everyone? It okay? It's definitely not for everyone. Let's just point that out. Um, that does the animation get better? Uh. Sure. I mean, by the way, uh, Golden Wind probably looks definitely looks the best out of all of them. Um, but there's not too much of a stylistic difference between the uh, where, where we're watching. Uh, you said episode five, part one. So that's where Jonathan Joestar is still there. Um, there's not that big of a, a there's not big of a leap in terms of animation between that part one. And uh, I'm going to say part two is Joseph just because the protagonist changing, even though it happens in what, like episode 10 or 11. Uh, there's not that big of a like a graphical uh, bound between th that first one and to Jotaro, which that's a lot of episodes. So, um, but yeah, in terms of, uh, I'm assuming that it's not it's not just the animation, right? You talked about uh, you don't get all the hype. Um, yeah, it is one of those things that is very difficult to understand. I would say this: watch uh, watch what happens in part one. Uh, so watch up to episode 10 or 11. Uh, if you don't like that, skip all the way to Stardust uh, Crusaders. The reason why I say to watch up to uh, whatever Jonathan Joestar, whenever Jonathan Joestar's journey is done, um, is because Joseph Joestar's journey uh, doesn't matter as much to the rest of the story. Because they kind of just use that. And then, by the way, if you guys do like Joseph Joestar, um, no, no problem with that. I kind of skipped it, went over to uh, Stardust Crus Crusaders. And it was like, wow, I didn't miss a beat. Because in Stardust Crusaders, he's just uh, he, he's just an old man. He, like, he becomes an old man. And to me, I think he's like a, a much more likable character as an old, as an old uh, perverted man. Um, and, and also, like, a lot of the stuff from his story is not really, like, followed up on. Uh, there's, like, some characters that are... Um, they, they come over from there, but like not not that much. It's not that it's not like super duper interesting, um, and it's not it's not like a lot of the stuff because you know even the uh, the Hammond attacks, right? Like the, this uh, 
this energy that they use. Uh, it's not really carried over all that much. I mean, there's, there's a joke about it in um, in one of the, the episodes. But yeah, I would just say watch Jonathan Joestar's arc. Then watch Stardust Crusaders and see what you think. Um, if you don't like Stardust Crusaders, then I definitely, um, then definitely don't, uh, don't, um, uh, you know, don't check out the rest of it. It's not gonna, it's not gonna, um, do anything for you. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, what do you guys think about that, by the way? Cause like I said, I, I never watched Joseph Joestar's adventures, but I was totally fine with it. I was totally like, I, I know kind of what happens just from memes, (laughs) Just from memes and you know all that kind of stuff, but I mean, what do you what did you guys think of it? Maybe I'm uh, maybe I'm underrating Joseph's journey, but to me it just looked like an elongated version of jo- Jonathan's journey in terms of like fighting vampires and oh here's a vampire that's doing bodybuilding poses and why don't we send him to space? I l- listen, man. I I'm sure it was it was it was good. Uh, I just skipped it. I just wanted to get to the stands, bro. Um, and the stands make it so much more interesting. Anyway, uh, next post here. The Faraway Paladin is awesome. If you haven't started watching it yet, I would highly recommend it. One of the most original isekai I've seen in a while. And the story is heading in a great direction with really good pacing. So, yes, in terms of originality, the beginning of it definitely started off that way. Now, uh, because it get, it's just building up this uh, incredible world, by the way. Uh, so the first five episodes, if I'm not mistaken, or four episodes, are all build up uh, to this incredible world that you're about to go into. Uh, and then it, after that, it kind of gets into uh, similar similar territory to other isekai in the sense that this this main character is very overpowered and yada, yada, yada. But um, in terms of the gods and the lore to the whole place, it is it is very original in that case. Uh, because as you know, in isekai, uh, goddess, gods and goddesses are, uh, they, you know, they, they tend to come in different forms. Like in Ray Zero, it's the witches and, you know, it, it kind of goes off like that. Um, because typically for an isekai to happen, they're, the way they usually explain it is a goddess or a god ended up bringing you to this world to save it. You know, typical isekai, uh, typical isekai uh, mumbo jumbo. Uh, but yeah, in this one, it's very much like that. But I like the gods and the goddesses that they put in this one because they are, uh, you know, it's not it's not that gods and goddesses aren't original in other anime mediums or in other anime. But uh, I just like the way that they, they put these ones up there. I, I, I like the their relationships. I like uh, the, the, mis- the mystery behind them. Uh, and yeah, overall, I think that they did a really good job in that idea. Also, the the worship of them, because uh, besides like Konosuba, you don't really see a lot of the the worship of these gods um, in um, in other anime. Now, this isn't because I'm religious, right? Like, I, I you know, obviously, I'll put that out there. I am religious, but uh, the reason why I think that I, I like that idea of the worshiping of them is because, like, in Konosuba, right, uh, the gods, the gods and goddesses' powers are directly correlated to the worship to the number of people worshiping them. So, like in Konosuba, right, Aqua gets stronger with the more people that worship her. So, I just like that idea of um, of worshiping directly correlating to the power of the god. Um, I'm not sure if that's exactly how this one works, right? Because it seems like these gods just have powers anyway. Uh, but I like that idea of like, oh, if you believe in something, why don't you spread the word of it? So, um, yeah, and I like uh, Grace Feel. I like uh, the uh, that's the goddess the the main goddess in this uh 
which you'll kind of figure out as it goes along. I'm not going to say exactly what she does. Uh, but yeah, definitely check out uh, The Faraway Paladin. It's on uh, Verve, or I believe it's Crunchyroll. I think it's on Crunchyroll, for sure, uh, if you don't have Verve. So anyway, uh, next post. What is your favorite anime organization slash team in anime? Group of well-rounded characters that demands your attention whenever on screen. Okay, you know what we have to talk about. It is, I, I mean... Okay, oh, organization or team. Oh, okay, so this is going to be good guys, too. So uh, for this person, the Straw Hats are my favorite. The crew dynamics are perfect to me. The Marine Admirals are some of the most interesting characters to me. Whenever an Admiral shows up, the tension rises dramatically. But when they throw you for a loop with their crazy antics, also loving the Tokyo Manji gang from Tokyo Revengers. Um, so for me, the Akatsuki, uh, granted, their fall was a little, you know, it was, it was a little, uh, it wasn't handled the best. But I still think that uh, the I still think that uh, the Akatsuki are the best um, in terms of villain organizations. I I, I thought they were the best. Um, there's also the Espada from Bleach, and I think they they killed it, man. They absolutely killed it. Um, but you know, in terms of the uh, in terms of like just like villain organizations, I would definitely go with the Akatsuki. Is the Straw Hats? It's very hard to argue against the Straw Hats in terms of like good guy organizations. I'm trying to, I'm trying to uh, separate them by good guy, bad guy, just because it's a little bit easier to to go into that from there. Um, but yeah, in terms of that, I in terms of the good guys, um, man, is there? Uh, trying to draw on my anime knowledge right now. For some reason, all of my anime knowledge goes right out the window whenever I'm doing these podcasts. Uh, so even when I'm trying to think of something, it's really difficult to, to kind of, uh, kind of think about, uh, any good, yeah. Cause the straw hats are like the most famous ones, man. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not drawing, kind of drawing a blank right now. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll just go with the Straw Hats for right now, but I'm sure there are other groups out there. Because, like, you know, if I say somebody from, like, uh, you know, I, I mean, obviously, I like Naofumi's team, but, I mean, they're, they're mostly, like, individuals. They don't have, a, like, a name uh, for their team and stuff. And also, like, Straw Hats have just so much more world building than them right now. So, um, let's see what this is. What is your unpopular anime opinion is the next post. Mine is that I liked Handshakers. It's not good, but I liked it. Interesting. Um, so Handshakers, I thought was okay. Um, I had to edit uh, Johnny's video when he ended up making it. So I had to watch like a good amount of it. But when I was checking it out, I was like, oh, okay. Uh, the animation is kind of weird. Um, but there, is, I, I will say this. There was something charming about it in the sense that it was... It was new-ish. There were some okay fight scenes, right? Like, I mean, I've seen terrible fight scenes, okay? Let's be real. But, I mean, if you were, like, compare that, like, the Berserk 2016, I mean, because, you know, for people that haven't watched it, it's kind of got some... It's got, like, a weird mixture of CGI and animation to it, uh, but not in the sense of, like, X-Arm or Berserk. It's really... I don't know how to explain it. You have to kind of watch it for yourself. But, yeah, in terms of... Um, terrible dialogue all this stuff there is i can see the charming quality uh, of it right like when you when you watch the room uh which if you guys don't know what that is uh i'll say this one line and then you'll know exactly what it's from uh oh hi mark yeah i mean that's that's the room right uh one of the worst movies ever created one of the biggest cult followings behind it right so uh 
Um, uh, let me see here. Uh, Ghibli movies are absolutely terrible choices to recommend to someone as their first anime. Oh, okay. That's an interesting point, right? Like, I, I just talked to... Oh, by the way, I'm trying to watch Castle in the Sky today. Uh, anybody want to go? <laughs> uh, Castle in the Sky just came to Fathom Events. Uh, you know, movies. I'm hella trying to see Castle in the Sky, because Howl's Moving Castle was... I was a little disappointed in. So I want. I definitely want to check out Castle in the Sky. I think Castle in the Sky... Oh, no, no. I think they came out... I, they're probably around the same time anyway. Um, so let's let's see what their their um what this person's uh, opinion or why they think that. Yes, they're good, and yes, they can appeal to a broad audience who would would normally be interested in anime. But if someone really enjoys them, then what? There's hardly anything in the same vein to follow on them on from them with. Interesting, except for other Ghibli movies. Uh, so they don't provide a gateway into anime more broadly. I also think longer series are better for getting people into anime since the length helps get people invested rather than just forgetting about the whole thing by the next day. And because it is a lot easier to get into the habit of regularly watching if you aren't consistently having a search uh, to search for new titles. The movies are obviously the worst case in both regards. Someone casually watching a single anime movie isn't likely to get them to keep watching anime afterwards. Interesting. So they're thinking about them uh, more in the sense of like, okay, if we we're going to hook these people, you need to hook them by giving them uh, better expectations, right? Like if you're going to show them an anime, because first off, Studio Ghibli movies are very, very uniquely, by the way, is it Ghibli or Ghibli? I, I think it's Ghibli, but whatever. Um, Studio Ghibli, Ghibli movies are very uniquely animated. Uh, they are, you know, there's not a whole lot of, like once you see the animation, you're like, oh, that's a Studio Ghibli movie. Like no doubt about it. So, you know, if you're going to show them that and they want to see that, oh, wow, this animation is cool. Well, there's not a whole lot of animation out there. So, yeah, I definitely understand this person's point of view. I absolutely agree with that. I think that is a good point because when we're talking about um, when, when we're talking about getting people into anime, right, you show them Dragon Ball Z. Well, Dragon Ball Z is so freaking long, but also it's a shonen anime. So maybe you can uh, you can dovetail that into Naruto or my, uh, Hunter Hunter or My Hero or any of these other ones, and they would have a pretty easy transition into them. Granted, Dragon Ball Z is not exactly like any of those other ones, but it has a similar plot, or sorry, it has a similar idea of it, which it's to appeal to young boys, and obviously, you know, girls watch it as well. Thank you guys for watching it. By the way, I do want to ma mention, like, if any of you guys are, uh, sorry, if any of you people out there are women or any anything in between, like, keep watching anime and keep uh, keep shouting it out to the to the heavens, because we're trying to get more and more people like, you know, women, uh, you know, I was talking talking about like trans people the other day. Uh, you know, anybody that wants to watch anime, please come watch it and please shout it out to the heavens because I want I want it to be the, to the point where we're talking about anime just in every setting, every single setting uh, imaginable uh, out here in the West. So anyway, guys, remember, you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the description box down below. Also, if you'd like to email us. You can email us at anime casuals with an S real R E L R E A L, excuse me, at gmail.com. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.